on this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. Subscription collections, automated chapters, and increased strictness. Oh my. YouTube announces a flurry of new Q4 updates. If you were poking around Google Ads this week, you may have noticed some small changes that might make your life slightly easier unless you're just bud. Plus, a lot of great news for the self-centered and social this week. Things are getting real and necessary. All on today's show. Wow, I screamed. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave that in. You know what time it is. It's officially Marketing O'Clock. We bring you all the digital marketing news of the week, powered by the digital marketing community. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up. We are at Marketing O'Clock everywhere, and you can join our community on Discord at community.marketingoclock.com. We record every week from the Cypress North Studios in beautiful Buffalo, New York, to bring you our famous Friday news show. You can subscribe to our show at youtube.marketingoclock.com or wherever you consume your podcast. Head over to marketingoclock.com newsletter to receive every article we cover straight to your inbox. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld. AKA Shep. I'm Jess Budd. And I'm Greg Finn. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock. Here on December 17th, 2021. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another fabulous episode. We have so much exciting news to get to this week. Greg, it's good to see you. What's new with you? Well, I mean, lots, obviously. Started the the YAG off pretty good last last week. And you know how when you go through, what is it, like the the stages of grief, the first one is to like get mad or something. And then the second one is the deny, deny part probably. Yes. And the YAG is the year of Greg. Yes. It's the year of Greg 2022 and the year of us all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm now in full denial mode about how young I am now. So I've come up with a cool new metric and a cool new name. You know how generally there's like Gen Z, Gen Y, Boomer, stuff like that. I've got a new name for a certain group of people that I don't fall into. I do not hit that category. And it was the people that were around for maybe one of our biggest technological advancements ever. When a human being walked on the moon. So if you were alive up until... December 13th, 1972. Taylor Swift's birthday. Oh. You, 1972, (laughs) you are officially a mooner if you're alive during that time. I am a non-mooner. I have never seen us make it to the moon. So I'm trying to just, again, deny my way into being young and staying young. I think we Mm. need another term besides mooner. Sounds like something my brothers would do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) But pretty crazy, right? We didn't even have Atari then back in 72 when we last stepped on the moon. Don't say we because you weren't there. You weren't there. pointed out. My ancestors made it to the moon. Okay, so you heard it here first. If you are a mooner, please turn off this episode. No, no. No, I didn't say that. I said I'm not one. I don't... I don't so I like I just don't see myself as a mooner. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> did anyone come out of the woodwork and say that they identify as a Greg since you Yeah, made that a lot of people did actually. You got a lot of good feedback. Everybody's jazzed about it. It's our year. Everybody listening. 2022, we're getting out of it. Pandemic is going to go away and it's going to be the osademic. Oh, very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> yes. Wow. Do you have as fabulous things happening or? Yeah, related to moons as well. Uh, My child this week looked at me dead in the face and said, my butt is cracked. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, excuse me, what? And he just looks at me and goes, butt crack. I'm like, who's teaching you? I didn't teach him, but we say bum with him. He said, my butt is cracked. He had like a revelation and I don't know. He's not Power. wrong. Wait, he's not wrong, but I've never heard it phrased that way. So I was pretty proud of him. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> 
<laughs> did you laugh? I did. It was really hard not to. So I just went for it. He might as well know how funny well, he is. Crack kills Jack. <laughs> and just to get into some housekeeping here, we promised you guys a couple weeks ago that if you reached out to us and showed us proof that we were one of your top five podcasts on Spotify Rap for 2021, we had a special prize for you. And we weren't lying. We ordered the Performance Max stickers. These were inspired by a tweet by Sean Ellie. So Sean Ellie is driving the truck, of course, and it's a serious truck. What, what did you call the double wheels? A dually. Yeah. It's a dually. And did we take those little jangly things off the back or no? What jangly no. things? <laughs> oh, no. We, yeah, we did take those off. We talked about making those our faces at one point, but that probably would have gotten us canceled. So these are delivering to our office here in Buffalo um, December 21st. So you should have them in your mailbox shortly after. If you haven't filled out the form that I sent you via DM, make sure you check your Twitter DMs or I sent it to some people on Discord too. Um, So make sure we have your address so we can send those out. And we also just wanted a little reminder, you guys, thank you so much if you've ever rated or reviewed our show. It helps us so much no matter where you're listening to this. Apple, Spotify, especially on YouTube, it means the world to us. So we just wanted to identify a couple of star listeners who (laughs) sent us some really stellar reviews. Okay. So this first one says, I fell asleep listening to a podcast and this came on. It literally shook me out of a deep sleep. This is the (laughs) worst thing I have ever heard. None of you have voices that are pleasant to listen to and none of you are entertaining. I hope you all simultaneously and spontaneously combust. <laughs> I hope so too. Thanks. Wow. Wow. Was that a, do you think they like this or no? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> five this is, stars. This is why we do what we do. You know, we do it for you guys. So thank you so much for that really constructive feedback. <laughs> okay, but here's a serious one. I mean, like I said, this is why we do what we do. So thank you for the feedback. I have another one here. This is from. <laughs> Kate Fate, and she gave us five stars, and it says, awesome and relevant podcast. I love this podcast and look forward to it each week. It is very informative and a must-listen for any modern marketer, and the tone and different takes on things are relatable. It's like listening to friends talk about marketing trends. I learn something new, many things, actually, each week. Thanks for doing this, Cypress North team. Wow. (laughs) New friends. That's great. I love that. I always have room for new friends. That's so awesome. Friends and trends. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's good or bad, we're making an impact on people, on people <laughs> yeah, here on Marketing Talk. It's very divisive. <laughs> so if you like our show, please leave us a review. Please rate us. Obviously, we really need it. Here. Or just share it. That's yes, really yeah. it, too. Share it with somebody else that you think will like it and doesn't want us to spontaneously, simultaneously combust. Beautifully written, though. What's happening in the news? All right. We don't have a ton of main news this week, but we've got a lot of stories to cover, so I'm going to get right to it. Uh, First up this week, the top story is really like a hodgepodge of YouTube updates, and a lot of them are really rad. So first up, there is something, and I guess a lot of these are coming from what's called the news flashes. It's the creator insider quick videos that seem amateurish, I'd say. I just kind of just that that very amateurish feel from YouTube creator insider. They're just people on their webcams, right? Yeah, it seems like it's people in the webcams, in the garage. There's microphones around. I don't know if they're plugged in, but they're around. <laughs> it's useful. Yeah, I don't. I, I, we talked about it before, but whatever. Um, and it seems like that's where they're now rolling everything out each week with this news flashes, I guess. First thing that's up is YouTube is taking a stab at auto chapters, and we've seen this before. But the new thing is you can check a radio box on your video, and YouTube will then take a stab at figuring out what the auto chapters are 
and then will allow you to go back and modify it, which is really cool. So it can pull out a bunch of different timestamps and it'll say, here's chapter one, two, three, four. You can go through, see if that actually matches up with something that should be a chapter in your video and then rename it to what you want. So it's not really an auto chapter, it's sort of like just giving you a boost. It's getting you started on your way with chapters with this new tool, which is awesome. And you can see some examples of it over on YouTube or on Spotify video. Next up, the anytime there's a place that's mentioned in the video description box, YouTube will now make this a better listing on the app. So there's not a whole lot of information. They didn't have a video, a visual on it, but essentially if there's a place or location in the description, it's going to kind of come alive. I would imagine they could pull in Google business profile information or Google maps or something like that. So if you are trying to push something to a certain place or store regionally, don't forget to put that in there. Another thing that came out just this week is increased strictness for holding potentially inappropriate comments, like maybe some <laughs> of the ones we just heard. Um, and some creators currently will have the ability to increase strictness and hold more comments for review, which is great for brands. Right, you don't want people coming on here and telling you to die spontaneously. Like, <laughs> like that's not good for a brand. And so, I think right now it catches a lot of spam. A lot of it sneaks through. Their bots are really smart, and they figure out what happens. And then Google or YouTube makes a change, and the next week they figure some other way around it. So this seems like it's a better filter for that, which is awesome. There is also a card test that's out there called videos growing your audience and you can see what videos not only had view time or the most watched but actually bring viewers back like what videos brought people back to return to the channel which is really cool and i believe that is launching here in the near future to 100 percent of creators so that seems like it's out of beta again a lot of news on the youtube front so we're just combining it all together another thing you'll be able to see is a shorts remix card and that for many of you folks might you might think like it's like a convertible pants type of thing like you're remixing the shorts but it's not it is essentially letting you know when your content has been taken and remixed into a short i can't believe people are doing this they do it, it they do it or you do it as the creator you can now choose a selection as we've reported on from a youtube video take it remix it put it into a short okay and every time you upload a video you have to check a box yes i can remix this into this video is available to remix into shorts i've not seen any of this out there I, i'm on twitter no. i'm on all these sites i don't see people being like look at my youtube short remix i get it if it's a video and you're remixing it and you're sort of like putting yourself side by side and that would make a lot more sense than tiktok which is vertical and side by side right like youtube side by, i don't i don't know i just don't want them to remix things without me doing it myself well you could just take that scowl yeah. you had and i could just remix it around <laughs> okay turn that frown upside down i'm sure you will with your video editing <laughs> all right next up from youtube there is now scheduling down to the minute level for live and premieres which is really awesome that's cool so before it would be an hour or in increments now you can say i want this going exactly at this time so Taylor is going to use that. Yes. It'll be like some 12, 13. Message. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be 12, Oh, her birthday? 13. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, what would Taylor do? You tell me what Taylor would do. She would have a video premiere at like 12, 13 or something. Just, she doesn't like to use numbers arbitrarily or just because she feels like she's going to. She'll pick a date that has a lot of meaning. 
she should pump gas with Jess. Mm-hmm. Or set my alarms in the morning. I what get up at like 7.06. Nothing's a round number. Like today, what what time did your alarm go off? 7.06. Why is 6? Because it's not 7 and it's not 7.15. <laughs> and then do you just get right out of bed? No, then I like snooze it yeah. until like 7.22 or something. Does the snooze have to be a certain time too? No, I have multiple alarms set. <laughs> I do that too. Thank you. It's not that weird. <laughs> it's pretty weird. <laughs> All right. And then one of the last things that I really dig is there's now collections for subscriptions. So you don't have to just subscribe to a channel now. You can group those subscriptions within what's mm. called a collection. And this is still in beta. There was a separate video outside of the newsflash videos for this. And the guy was in his garage with like... Um, a, a guitar in the background, I think. But like, let's say that you want to subscribe to Marketing O'Clock. You could hypothetically put us in a marketing collection of your subscriptions or also a comedy <laughs> section of your subscriptions. Or you could also just put it into an alarm clock if you wake people up out yeah. of their sleep. <laughs> or voices that aren't pleasant to listen to yeah. or not entertaining. So I really think that's pretty cool. And again, it's something that even if you could share some of these as well down the road, you could that you could see it similar to like a Spotify playlist where it's like, all right, I've curated my favorite creators at the moment. Here's that collection of subscriptions. So I, I really dig- like that. I mean, yeah. like... You know how many channels I've subscribed to for Jack, for my son? Like, I don't want that content. If I could just put those in a collection and just scroll through that when it's time to watch yeah. with him. Yeah. So much better. Love Take that. It. Now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up just for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. This week's take of the week comes from the one and only Amalia Fowler at Amalia E. Fowler on Twitter. And she says, your account set up in Google Ads is not special. It is not worth preventing a client from having access to their data. I promise you when I'm onboarding a new client, I'm looking at keywords and queries and don't give a crap what structure you had. Give clients their ad accounts, period. I don't. I never thought people were doing it to try to like keep information from other agencies. I thought it was just like an fu to the client for mm-hmm. breaking up with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I see it for a few different ways. One, and this is sidetracking, so we, we can leave this in or not. But one, if ye, the client doesn't have access or doesn't own their ad account, there's probably something inappropriate going on in there. Whether or not you're being paying up front five thousand dollars to spend that month, many times. I've seen that full 5000 not being spent, and then the agency, the scummy agency, keeps the extra money there. Two, it is definitely a burden, right? It's something where you then can't take it in-house, right? So if, if you're saying, I'm going to set this up for a client, I'm going to do it all myself. Oh, I, you can't have it. It's my billing information. It's my account. That's very punitive to say this is non-transferable. And then the other thing is similar to, to a different agency. It's just like trying to put friction in front of somebody leaving where really you should just be working in an account and not wanting to make them leave yeah just like actually doing your job yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and mark irvine at mark irvine 89 also quote tweeted this and said oh yes 
I'm going to steal your secrets from the company that you recently failed to impress. Such Winky a good emoji. Point. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> sticking around. They hate you. There's They're a gone. reason. Yeah. yeah. Now it's time for this week's ICYMI. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have. I see why my people from Eric Farmer at Eric D Farmer on Twitter. He has a thread this week about Performance Max, which I guess I missed this, but we're calling it PMAX now. All I don't over the like place. that. No, and I don't like that. I hate it. That sounds like PMAX. It sounds like se- mommy. <laughs> Jack's going to say to you next week. <laughs> my pee is maxed. How disturbing. No, it sounds like a feminine product. I was going to say that. Yeah, I didn't know if I should. Yeah. It's like, oh, have you tried the new P-Max Ultra? <laughs> now it's a beer, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like. They should have thought of, like, there's enough problems with the name Performance Max. I already hated it as it is. And now we have an acronym that's possibly worse. We might need to make another sticker. Okay. P-Max. Maybe it's PMX. Maybe we're just saying it wrong. No, that's PMAX. The M is capitalized. <laughs> I'm so disturbed by it. And cease and desist, everyone. Okay, so lots, he says lots of talks around these lately. Here's how it works according to Google. Google Performance Max campaigns run alongside existing campaigns. You shouldn't need to pause any asterisk campaign. As with all Google ads, the campaign with the highest probability of driving better performance will serve. They won't self-compete. Search campaigns using exact match will take precedence over performance max when targeting overlaps. Can I just interject here? I'm going to put an asterisk and say today. Yeah. yeah. Today this is true. Yes. Plan for this not to be true next year, though. And from what I've heard from people, it's not true. I haven't tested it yet. But well, for, for search, it should be. For shopping, it's a completely Yeah, so he's thing. getting to shopping next. Let's talk shopping now. Here's where the asterisk comes into play. Performance Max campaigns will be prioritized over shopping campaigns that run the same products in the same account. When Performance Max starts, spend in existing shopping campaigns may decrease. And then he has this handy screenshot from um, the Google Ads Help Center that lays all this out. It's very confusing. The kind of glimmer of hope from here is that if you're using Performance Max today to supplement your normal search campaigns, if you've got those exact match terms, it shouldn't be cannibalized. However, the only thing that PMAX will do is <laughs> cannibalize your shopping. That's all it does. It's the highest priority. Everything else will drop. It happens nonstop. Now it's time for this week's pew, pew. lightning round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts. Paid organic, and social. First up in the paid universe this week, we have a tweet from David Herman, who is quickly becoming our go-to source for TikTok ads. I'm dying to know because I see all the TikTok ads. Like I was just talking to you guys about the t-shirts for men that are supposed to be sports bras. Like, do you think that's David Herman at Herman Digital? Probably. Let me know. Yeah. So he tweeted, new TikTok has rolled out community interaction as an objective on its ad platform so you can optimize to get more page follows or more profile visitors in your campaigns. Nice. <clears throat> and those those shirts, you, you get a lot of those those shirt ads? Yeah. They're pretty aggressive, A. And B, mm-hmm. I'm sort of into it. Like just between us here, 
when I was really like going through my midlife crisis that I'm still kind yeah, of like last week, week. like the beginning, yeah. the phase one of it, <laughs> okay. I was like, again, I'm like, what can I do? Are there any creams to like tighten my face? And then it's like, oh, you can get like a, like a, a neck reducing necklace. And I'm like that maybe that's it. I what? just wear a necklace that pulls your pulls your skin back. Y'all should be watching on YouTube. Do that again <laughs> yeah, to your just, neck. I think you put a necklace like you don't this, wear and then a you necklace wrap it up around. There. No, I think you do it like this and you pull it really tight so you pull your skin back and then you hide it with a necklace. That's like some Kardashian stuff. Yeah, pretty sweet, right? Yeah, or like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> we should, they should get those going on TikTok. Yeah, and it, they advertise it like they know I'm a woman and they're like, buy this shirt for your mans. And it's kind of like, here, mans. <laughs> Mans? Are you saying mans? Man. Looking Is a little a thing? You're, so you're not looking I great. I bought you this mooner. shirt. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, what would you do if you bought that shirt for your mans? Like, isn't it kind of rude? Like, you're like, hey, not looking what so would he hot. What you say? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you probably, oh, my tries are super, super swollen. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants that sleeve, though. You like that look? And I want to understand the technology. Like, is there padding in it that, like, make? How would that work? I need more info. I don't know. But Let it, us know, David. We've got a slow news day here. So like my other current fascination, I'm, you probably follow him. on Instagram. Are you familiar with Liver King? Liver King? Yes. No. It's like my new, it's like my new trajectory in life is to be the Liver King. What does the Liver King do? Um, he eats liver and bone marrow and tomahawk steaks for every meal and like all this butter. Every time he talks about his meal, he's got butter and butter and butter. Does and he have butter. gout? Um, he doesn't look well. <laughs> Does he wear one of those necklaces? Oh no, he is. He is. His. Uh, he's got some abs that push that up. What he says: work hard today, like our ancestors, to enjoy the spoils of today's modern world. Yeah, Sammy, you got the liver king. Liver up over why there is on he Instagram? your future? Because he's keto. I don't know. I'm just all in on the liver king for a moment. Do you see the liver king? Um, I see two accounts. One has three posts. Probably not that one. All, all our food. <laughs> um, I see King underscore of <gasps> underscore the underscore liver king. Right? Wait. Oh my God. Yeah. He looks like he's wearing the shirt. Yeah. What see? is this That's my handle? Guy. Brian Johnson, workout, aka Liver King. He just ties chains around his body and yes. walks around for his workout. And he talks about like going back to simple, like, Going back to the simpler ancestral times. Oh and my stuff. goodness! Here yeah. he is with some kind of a animal carcass. Yes, lots of that. <laughs> you can't be him because you can't grow this beard, unfortunately. Uh, that's the problem. Okay, that's the problem is he's got such a, a, a such an amazing beard. He eats beyond meat though, so I could look like this. You could look like this. I can't wait. You, yeah, so that's uh, <laughs> 2022 goals. I want some more information about the tan. I, like I think he wears could use some SPF. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, he's that's got the terrible thing. He walks on the beach, goes in. You got to soak in the sun every morning. The liver thing. <laughs> okay, well, we have more news from David Herman from, from and TikTok. Let us know if you have another update while I'm reading this story. TikTok business news this time. This is just another reason why you need post-purchase surveys and a secondary source for your data measurement because TikTok sent out an email that said between on September 13, 2021, Shopify made updates to customer privacy protections that impacted the effectiveness of TikTok's advanced matching technology. So essentially, your conversions could be underreported and your CPA could be thrown off. So that's really not good. And that's been two months and it took them a while to figure that out. Yeah, mm. yeah not great. Another thing that I enjoy about the Liver King is when he goes <laughs> through and talks about his meals. He's like, 
Ooh, I got this bone-in ribeye tomahawk here. Boom. I got this butter here. Butter, butter. And then it goes through and back. Got these greens. This, but anything that is a carbohydrate, it'll be like this fruit platter. He won't call it fruit. He'll call it carbohydrates. So it'll be like, oh, and carbohydrates. And he'll like show this fruit platter. But he won't call them by their name. He'll only call them carbohydrates. Why? So he does eat carbohydrates? Yes, he does. But fruit. Well, at least he has them on the table. But he'll just go through and like explain in detail what he's eating. And this be in carbohydrates. And it's like a beautiful fruit platter too. Why does he do that? That's why I'm obsessed. My carbohydrates are like... Noodles. Noodles. Yeah, this mm. week we've been eating noodles all week. We have leftovers from our holiday party. It's been glorious. I ate a cold fried ravioli today. Mm. Chef's kiss. A <laughs> cold fried carbohydrate, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, the news was looking really <laughs> slow this week. We were worried we didn't have anything to share, but luckily we all logged on into Google Ads this morning. There's some teeny tiny updates to the platform that you might not have noticed, but lots of people in PPC chat are. So, first of all, Brett Westerman said some of the Google Ads accounts have adjusted display campaigns to consolidate a few menus previously scattered around. It's a minor, it is minor, but makes my life 0.0045% easier, so I'll take it. Wait, Look at on the bright good side. Good math. Are yeah. you first name basis? With Brett Westerman? Yeah. Did I say Brett? Yeah. <laughs> first name basis with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been watching... Um, getting into selling sunset and there's brett oppenheim i think is his name so maybe that was he's just brett. is that the one with kendra no oh. kendra from girls next door yeah, oh isn't she she's on something? her own yeah no she doesn't need selling sunset she's like does she her have her own show. own show now yeah not the kendra show there's no, it's a not, new show it's not girls next door it's not kendra it's not kendra on top it's like kendra sells hollywood i think yeah. i love kendra yeah She's really making a comeback. And Brett Badofsky. Oh, they're both Bretts. Yes. How exciting. <laughs> he pointed out that there were new icons in Google Ads. So at the menu at the top where it's the search bar, reports, tools and settings, then there's an, that refresh button is new, right? Help and notifications. They look a little bit different and it's a little bit reorganized. So far, I think I'm liking it a little bit more. And then Jess, I just mm -hmm. hope you're sitting down. I am. Have you been in Google Ads today? Actually, no. Okay. That's why you're doing well, because there's some newly rounded corners. Shep, bum, bum, bum. there are so many things they should be fixing. I know. They're literally cutting corners. I know. But it, <laughs> I think it is looking a little bit better. Like those really annoying menus that I was talking about a couple weeks ago at the top, Brett tweeted me about, about this today. It's still super annoying. Like you have to go forward and then it takes you left again to find what you're looking for. But the report you're looking for, but at least they're bigger now and easier to read. You don't have to zoom in. It's a, it's a minor improvement. You'll have to let me know what you think. I think it will make me 0.0045% <laughs> less happy. Some subtle rounded corners for you. <laughs> okay, Ashley Carmen has a new article for The Verge, and it is called Say Goodbye to Your Favorite Podcast Promo Codes. So this is talking about direct response advertising. Um, these brands have found a home on podcasting. So like brands we're familiar with are MailChimp, Casper, Manscaped, Tommy John, and any other that relies on promo codes. And as podcasting becomes more popular, these smaller brands are getting priced out by bigger brands and tech companies. And they're just, they want to make money off the space too. So the smaller brands just aren't having a chance to advertise anymore. And they're saying that as the, podcast shows become part of larger networks 
advertisers say the experience of buying and distributing an ad is getting worse. It's just a nightmare, they say, because they're just really taking a page from Google Ads book and they don't care about advertisers anymore. It's like what I gleaned from this. See, I didn't hmm. think that that was the case. I know that that's how the article read, but I still thought like a lot of the like indie shows treated advertisers well. That's what it gets to next. So that brings me to my next point. They were saying the indie ones were still good for the brands to work with, which leads me to my question. Are we indie? Just do you identify as indie? I thought you might look like I do. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. You're goth. (laughs) So goth. Conformist. You're not indie. No. No. (laughs) As a whole, we are, right? I guess we our show is indie, but it's just weird for me to identify yeah. as indie. We're like the Breakfast Some, Club of podcasts. Yeah. Just indie record that's much cooler than mine. We are the Empire Records of podcasts. I don't know what that means. It's the film with Liv so Tyler. Old. I've never seen it. I know what <laughs> people like it. It's just not for me. It's fine. I'd rather watch Liver King Reels all day long. And from Lawrence Chassis at L Chassis on Twitter. He tweeted that there is some new functionality in Google Merchant Center that he spotted this week, and it's showing competitive visibility. I want to be that green chart. How yeah. does this rank on Barry's charts with Greg? That that that's a good spike there yeah. on the seventh. Mm-hmm. So nice day to be the green chart. <laughs> <laughs> green. Line. Okay, this is a really fun one, you guys. This is just such a fun episode from the Knight First Amendment Institute at Columbia University. We have for you, for those who have been asking, it's here, a standard for universal digital ad transparency. This is by Laura Endelson, Jason Chang, Erica Franklin Fowler, not to be confused with Amalia E. Fowler, Michael M. Franz, and Travis Rideout. And this is just the little um, TLDR at the beginning. It says this paper proposes a technical standard for universal digital ad transparency defining the criteria for determining which ad platforms would need to comply and what content should be made transparent. So this is a really, really, it sounds like it was giving me PTSD for college, but um, Mm -hmm. it's written like it's for college because it's Columbia. So it's a bunch of people smarter than me fighting for digital ad transparency. And if you want more information on that, we will have it in Discord and our newsletter. Wee. And our friend Ekvila DeFazio posted an awesome article on Taylor Swift's birthday, December 13th, about Q5 Facebook advertising tactics to successfully wrap up the year. So she's talking about how to win from December 25 through 31 with post-holiday campaigns. And a lot of people are out of the office then, but it sounds like Ekvila is still going to be just working really hard. But I've never heard anybody describe Christmas to New Year's Eve as December 25 <laughs> Three, one. That's what she put in the article. <laughs> I know. It's just weird, it's just, weird way to yeah. read it. <laughs> it's PC, okay? You didn't say if, like 25th. Yeah. You said 25. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm reading my notes. No, okay? it's funny. I enjoy it. <laughs> I really do. So um, some parts of this article says why advertise. She says there's less competition for impressions to share, less lower cost. Great way to get rid of inventory with sale offerings. Then she talks about how you can frame your messaging. And part of it was like, hey, didn't get what you wanted for Christmas this year? Five <laughs> Sucker. <of our> <laughs> Be sad. You're like trying to profit off these sad folks who didn't get what they wanted for Christmas. But then she also has tools for inspiration 
And she's talking about why you should set it up now and not later, because as I said, nobody wants to be working between December 25 and 31. <laughs> okay, we have an update on Performance Max and Data Studio. Mike Ryan Retail is one of those who subscribes to Pmax. I think it's a character limit thing, right? I hate it. No, I, hate I am it all here for it. I'll only be referring it to Pmax from here on out. <laughs> It's so disturbing to me. I don't like it. Pmax data can only be added to Data Studio <laughs> via the analytics connector, not the ads connector. You can also work with the latest API version. And then he asks Ginny for, from her at as liaison account, do you know when this bridge might get built? And Jenny says, thanks for the question, Mike. The team is working on this. I expect it will be available in the near future. And you guys are never trusting when she says stuff like that, but I think she's working on it. That's a big deal. That you can't see it in Data Studio. <laughs> like, But they just want, I mean, you're supposed to just trust that the exact match is being preferred in your other search campaigns. I guess we should, but you get right, absolutely you no even, data. If you can't even connect anything yeah. for your Pmax campaigns, like that's a problem. It's, it's maxing. That's all you need to know. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the name. Really has turned me turned the corner for me for Pmax. The rounded corner. Pmax or yeah. Performance Max. Pmax. I, I'm now coming around on it. I'm like getting excited about Performance Max. Come up with a sticker. I'd love to see it. <laughs> Get us canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> Susie Marino has a very timely article on WordStream. This is the 10 biggest PPC stories of 2021 and what to do in 22. Did you guys read this? Yeah, I did. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Okay, yes. I wanted to test you. I mean, I read some of them. Well, you know my answer, my question then. So, Jess, what do you think was the biggest PPC story of 2021? Performance Max is now called PMAX, and Chef hates it. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. <laughs> I think that was written before that one. Yeah. <laughs> the number one is Google Ruffles are keyword matching feathers, and we're a source for this. Oh, they have. Ooh. Well, actually, Julie is. Oh, they course. have a tweet from us about Julie. Salt J. Yeah. From October 1st, it says, I said, when Neptune Moon gets mad, she gets blogging. She isn't pulling punches when it comes to the keyword matching change. But it's nice to see marketing o'clock, you know, being talked about out there. Thanks, Susie. Uh, so she's got some great uh, little memes in here, too. Business memes. It's great. Check it out. And that is it for paid. What's happening in organic? All right. Getting to the spoils of modern organic here. We have... Um, a new update as of Wednesday the 15th from Google Search Console. There now is a link between GA4 and Search Console. So if you were still on the ledge of saying, I don't want to invest in setting up GA4, there's one more reason now to set that up. And if you recall, two weeks ago, Sarah came on and had a fire take of the week. It's actually going to be a blog post over on cypressnorth.com if you want to see why, laying out the reasons to have GA4 set up now so that you've got a full slate of data in a full year for 2022. We actually had a few stragglers that I'm reaching out to and getting set up here. I'm living the words that we say. So also check that out um, coming soon. By the time this is published, it'll be up on cypressnorth.com. All right, next up, Google apparently found out what an infographic was and they made something called a guide to user-generated content. But this is like one of those infographics created by somebody that has no idea how data should flow mm. or where it should go, basically. So 
the thing it starts with is like, are you going to incorporate UGC, which is user generated content? And it's like, yes. And then you go to like one other question and then it's like, no, and everything ends. And like, there's only one way to end this. And it's at the very beginning. It's very strange. That's and I'll weird. get back to it in a second. But then it says, oh, here are some things to consider. And then you go to this robot and then it's like, are you going to manage it yourself? And then it goes to like a couple other items down below. And there's six different things that you might want to consider. Um, and a lot of it keeps talking about the policy. And in the entire course, these green lines that you flow through, there's not a single link over to like program policies. And then at the bottom, there are all these links to that, you know, that like monetized websites, what's the name? Sustainable monetized websites. Remember where that lady puts on different hats at Google? <laughs> And she's oh, like, oh, I'm sustainable. I'm monetized. It's like you link over to that. And it's like, this isn't helping me. This is not helping me do UGC. Like, yeah. you're doing a, a a skit, you know? She was a pretty good actress. I know, but they don't link to the program policies in the links in the bottom here. If you go and say, yes, I'm going to do user-generated content, there's not a link to the program policies. It's absolutely insane. And it's like, you can just see like somebody goes like, this is the infographic of the century. And it's like, none of it makes sense. And it's pointless. It's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a flow chart gone Wait. bad. They have the program policies under the no. No, I know. The only way to find program <laughs> policies is to say, no, I don't want it to use user-generated content. And then you can find it up in the red section. But if you go to the green section, you go to these questions that aren't really even questions. And you get out to these links that are like sustainable Videos. I don't know. Seventeen magazine could have done this better. <laughs> oh yeah, they had some great infographics. The whole thing should be like read the program policies. All right. <laughs> Free tip. Free tip. <laughs> Next up, RIP in peace, Alexa. We hardly knew ye, even though we knew ye for maybe like eighteen years or something. I don't Wait, know. I feel like it's always she's going away. No, 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 no. The old Alexa before voice talking and everything like that alexa was like the jam back in the day to see what traffic what sites had what traffic um and basically it's called alexa internet it was always on alexa.com amazon bought it it had nothing to do with alexa the thing you talk to it's it's so strange how they had this relationship but it's going away and before you could see like competitive paid subscriptions you could get into but you could see like a, a, a rank for a domain you'd look it up back in the day like look at amazon like look at this alexa ranking and stuff like that so it's going going away though i'm yeah. gonna miss it at least we still have the lady alexa or as my grandpa calls her alexia does that Ooh. work for him not usually and he only asks her like if people died and how when he's watching tcm oh what is tcm turner, turner classic, classic movies, movies. Oh. Sorry. Duh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Next up on something you should check out. There's a great video from Marie Haynes, and there's a post about it as well if you prefer that method. And it's a hundred things to know about Google Core updates. It's really cool. There's accordion style. You can look at all the different elements of these one to one hundred. And when you click on one of them, you get more information about how it pertains to core updates. And there's lots of memes and jokes and fun inside of it. So don't miss that if you're interested in core updates or looking to make any changes for from any of the recent updates in uh, November or anything we've seen this year. Another kind of this is a cool tool, Jess. But cool tool. <laughs> Cloudflare is announcing bulk redirects. So you could do redirects before in Cloudflare. There are a few different ways. 
but bulk redirects is available for all Cloudflare plans, and you can do it at an account organization level. It's really cool. You can see the source URL, the target URL, and you can do it right within Cloudflare, not within your CMS or blog or anything like that. So you can do it right at the source. It's pretty great. And then they have a couple different status codes. So there's uh, 301, 302, and they've also added supports for 307 and 308 redirect codes. And from Lawrence Chassis, he sent over the U.S. Spotify wrapped for advertisers. I saw the podcast. Mm. I saw for everybody else. There are a couple really cool uh, tidbits in there. Uh, Year-over-year growth of minutes played by Spotify users 15 through 44 in the U.S. jumped 23%. Wow. So, again, the numbers are going up. And, again, check out Spotify advertising if you haven't yet. And Lauren said it was all us. Did you see that? Oh, I did see that. Thanks, See, those are the reviews that matter. <laughs> he Forget said that other we guy. were the reason for podcasting success. Well, if we spontaneously, simultaneously combust, <laughs> that yep. number's down next yep. year. All right. You may have also seen some email notification errors from Google Search, Google Webmaster. No, it's not Webmaster Console. Google Search Console. There's so many different names of this thing. And then it's Search Central is the name of the Twitter account. But it's Search Console. That's what, whatever. Anyway, there's an internal issue causing an increase of redirect errors during indexing and associated email notifications. So if you get something and freak out, don't. It's probably just a mistake. In maybe the coolest news I've seen this year from just a review, uh, MarketplacePulse.com has a Marketplace's year in review, review. And I saw this and I'm like, ah, oh, this probably isn't worth it. This is so cool this study that they've got. Um, and Joe Kozankis, I probably butchered that name, runs through the broken supply chain, Amazon merch, a lot about Amazon and Shopify in here. Um, but one thing I really liked is took a look at just the almost marketplace of Shopify and how things were working. And then there's a whole ton of information about Amazon aggregators and how much these aggregators are spending. He also looks at the average cost per click of Amazon ads in the U.S. In December, it was an all-time high. It looks like it was right about a, a $1.30 per click. Um, again, just a great piece of information. You can see all their advertising revenue, which again, seems like it was a high here in Q4 2021. An awesome, awesome look back. Thank you, Joe, for that. Um, and again, check out all this over at community.marketingclock.com or marketingclock.com forward slash newsletter, and you can get links to all of this. Or for this specifically, just head on over to marketplacepulse.com. And if you're really into recaps, there was another great <laughs> WordPress recap called State of the Word. Jess, I bet you like that. State of the Word? Word. Like, instead like of state Word of the, Up? No, instead of like World. I would have done like, what's the I word? I thought that you... Or just mistyped world because I didn't read it. Oh, no. It's State of the Word, and it's about WordPress. And Matt Mullenweg jumped on, I think, about 35 minutes into this this YouTube video. And he feels really genuine. He's kind of got a Elon Musk presentation style where it's not really confident, I'd say. But it's ge- but he's more genuine than Elon is, I, was I, I feel say. like. Elon, is, I, I don't know. He, Elon's a weird presenter. But Matt comes off really genuine. You can tell like he really cares about the mission. And anytime he's talking about open source, he's like, oh, and here we are. And we're open source. And then like you can see these proprietary CMSs like Wix, um, Shopify, uh, Squarespace were some of the three fastest movers besides uh, WordPress. And you can tell like, he like 
likes open source. <laughs> but anyway, one thing that was really cool, I thought he was talking about their growth, which was up 4%. And he said, that's, he, well, he, his exact quote was, WordPress grew two Wixes. Ooh. That's a specific term. And remember. Way to call him out. Wix was the one that sent that. Dirty w- tricks. Wix and the that. dirty tricks. Yeah. Where they set that ad with that creepy guy that kept glitching out, pretending it was WordPress. Nice little dig. We Ooh. grew two Wixes. So check that out if you're into WordPress. It, it, I, I watched it. It generally made me feel very good about this as a platform. They're investing a ton. They're looking at the future. They're rolling things out carefully. Wait. What's that? It's time for Barry's Charts with Greg. All right. And this week, <laughs> first up in the charts, we've got Cognitive SEO. And this week, Cognitive SEO chart looks kind of more like a global warming chart here with a huge pop of color from a sea of green. Doesn't it look like that? It's like everything is just heating up. There's no going back with yeah. Cognitive SEO in their chart. Well, it goes back to green for a little bit there. It did, but it didn't stick around long. All right. And then another great chart from Barry's article is the chart from Moe's cast. You could show me this chart and just convince me that it's a random scatter plot. I don't know if it's just the way it's being displayed or what, but I don't know if there's actual like information. <laughs> I know I'm sure there is. I am sure Moe's has their stuff under control. But Mose. like I don't know. Every, <laughs> every other chart is freaking out, but Moe's is just sitting there chilling, Nick Lachey style, and is clocking in 96 degrees. You fucking made that joke. You know, when you run out of jokes to make in this segment, it's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right. And this week's winner is Rank Ranger. And boy, oh boy, if you listen last week, I didn't think this tool would ever recover. But not only has this week's chart surpassed the November numbers, it looks like these last two weeks are Tim Duncan and David Robinson, the Twin Towers here, was we've seen some of the biggest increases to date. And Rank Ranger, your tool has not only held up, it has won yet again. I hope you feel good about yourself. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> but check it out over um, on Search Engine Roundtable. Barry is saying that there's a lot of major volatility, and that is also backed up by Lily Ray at Lily Ray NYC on Twitter. She has a tweet that says, it's never been a better time to be Walmart, Target, Best Buy, or Home Depot, at least in the context of SEO, seeing many examples where Google pushed the rankings higher for queries that were previously returning product review sites and top positions. That and chart, that's a gross. looks like topography or something. Her chart is through the roof. Yeah, it looks like I'm looking at the Catskill Mountains or something. I'm. I don't know if I like that chart. I don't like the colors of it. It makes my it's like head when you hurt. combine all the paint. Yeah. Well, you're not part of the segment, so good. <laughs> <laughs> and Glenn Gabe also chimed in and he said. If you quickly looked at this, you might think it's a December product reviews update drop when it's not. It's more sinister, actually. The graphs actually don't reflect true visibility yet, which is much lower than what's shown. I'm sure the tools will reflect that soon. And he's got a thread about some other things to consider. So again, follow Glenn, follow Lily if you want more on any update. And speaking of Glenn, let's keep it there. He had a great tweet where he said, okay, Feedly just got even better, which is hard to do. Love this edition. Easily follow websites that don't have RSS feeds. And he quotes Feedly, no RSS, no problem. You can now build your own feeds in Feedly 
for websites without RSS, which is super cool for people that really need to keep track of all the news out there. <laughs> and from Tube Filter, a whopping 90% of creators told Vibly that they have experienced burnout. And 71% said it made them consider quitting content production altogether. What kind of creators? Just people that create stuff on the internet. So like I'm a creator? Yeah. Yeah, like YouTubers, How you Snapchat. Quick, quick check here. Quick vibely check on you. I burn out like That's twice cute. a day and then I, I'm here and I'm just, the charts revitalize me. They bring me back to life, you know? Yeah. All right. I think somebody should check on Barry. Like he's going all day long. Yeah. I mean, he's digging up those charts. He's got his show on YouTube. He's got his interviews. Like, that's what we need to check on. All right. And lastly here, Netflix has launched a news website, a new news website about itself. Anybody know the name? Have a guess? Netflix News. Meta. No. You're going <laughs> to love it when you get home. It's called Tadum. Oh, stop. T-A-D-U-M. They're having a conference called that too, or like a con. Oh. Okay, well, I checked con? it out. Again, kind of cool just to see people promoting themselves via, you know, their own their own sites and news sites about themselves. And I went there and the first article that I saw was why the Power of Dog star didn't shower for six days. Oh, love so. clickbait? <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong with Brendan Fraser? Why won't Hollywood hire him anymore? Ask to dumb. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this means that they probably like trademarked the word to dumb. To dumb. As they should. That's is brilliant. Do you think it's going to get added to the dictionary? Mm, Has I it already? Know. Who knows? But that's it for organic. But what's happening in social? <laughs> All right. First up in social this week, meta, right? Whatever makes you happy, Jess. I don't, nothing makes me happy, Shep. <laughs> so Meta is rolling out a bunch of new features and tools for creators so they don't get burnt out using Facebook Live. According to TechCrunch, this includes polls, which existed before on desktop, but now they can be added on mobile in real time. A redesigned fan badges experience. Greg, I know that's got you on the edge of your seat. Four-person co-broadcasting using the Live With feature. New commenting features, a new post format, the ability to add links to broadcasts. That actually sounds helpful. And live in stories, which allows creators to share their live live streams directly within Facebook stories because everyone's looking at those. I would like to disagree, Jess. I feel like skulls, 90s punk music, and cats make you happy. Coffee makes me happy. Yeah, black, disgusting coffee. <laughs> <laughs> things make me happy, you're right. And those things do. And licking <laughs> envelopes. Yum. <laughs> Up next from Alessandro Paluzzi at Alex193A on Twitter. 193B was taken. He says, hashtag Twitter is working on the quote tweet with reaction option and put little eyeballs and then screenshot of what this looks like. To me, a reaction on social is like adding an emoji of varying types. This has a little video camera, though, and then when he clicked on it, it has a capture camera roll and video option. So, so it looks like a video reaction. reacting. Yeah. Isn't that dumb? The Swifties will love it. On Twitter? I, I, whatever. That's like a thing on YouTube that I find to be so weird. It's like, watch me react to the new Taylor Swift music videos. Like, why do I care what you think of it? Yeah, you probably watch them all. No, I don't. I only care about my reaction. Well, now you can record it and tweet it or maybe someday because it looks like it's in the works. On a related note, though, 
From social media today, Pinterest is adding an option to reply to a comment with an idea pin. So you can show rather than tell, which kind of makes sense to me more so than the Twitter thing because Pinterest people are looking for inspiration and maybe they do want to see something. If you say, this is how I do it and you're replying to a comment with a video or a, an idea pin, I think that that kind of makes sense. But you know where I don't need something like this? Where? Instagram. But we're going to get it anyway. This is also from social media today. Instagram is adding Reels replies, providing another way to tap into short form video. It makes me want to throw up. This doesn't mean you can reply to Reels. It means you can reply to post comments with a Reel. Who would do that? Like an original Reel. You're just so like, here I am. You can comment. So you have your Instagram post and then you can comment on it. But you can add a Reel to that. You can record an original Reel in the moment and reply to it. People are making it about themselves. So you could you could reply to the Liver King and ask if he was natty via a reel. Absolutely. Okay. I challenge you to do that. It's dumb. All right, that's pretty cool. No, it's not. It's really, really dumb. We don't need this. And nobody's talking about this, but from the desk of Jess Bud, as of like this week, Instagram is total garbage. Have you guys scrolled your feed and seen nothing but reels? Yeah, you told me this. I don't see that i see more on facebook maybe i'm part of some awesome test yeah, or something but it's, it's not, not a good time every single thing in my feed i have seen no still images for the last three days it is just real so then it's all meme accounts which i love i follow but my friends aren't out there making reels so i'm not seeing their content it, i don't know you've not noticed this no it sounds like a bug to be honest every single post is a real every single post in my you feed show me is a real but i'm scared of your feed it's so off gonna be all the goths it is it's goths 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 doing things i think like jared you know you said you too earlier instead of youtube and i didn't call you out (laughs) oh bono (laughs) that's what i was talking about yeah the red album i've got it on my ipod (laughs) and instagram was my one place for solace and no longer but speaking of the feed apparently the chronological option is coming back to the gram which is nice this is according to testimony from adam maseri shop oh hey shop Uh uh-huh Look at that, a nice little birthday present for He's you. He's obsessed with me. Like, uh, leave me alone, Adam. <laughs> he is. He brought you up on this Senate panel <laughs> when he was providing this testimony. So after wait, he, what did he wear to the Senate? Because, Oh, wait, I don't know. He's what always, did you dress him in? He's always <laughs> like, oh, there's no video. No, I didn't see one. Think, no. Yeah, <laughs> you would think he would send in a video to the panel where he's like leaning in like, hey, Senate. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> he's always... Look, we care, <laughs> we care about privacy. We care about privacy. They care about transparency and accountability, too, which is what he said. So I guess they're working on this as an option, and they hope to launch it next year. So, But that is true. Today is Shep's birthday. Not oh, today. what a so gift. It's a gift that she doesn't accept gifts. She gives gifts to the audience. Mm. What's my gift? Your gift is that you spontaneously combust. <laughs> <laughs> And you said not today, but to be clear, it's on the day of recording, ago, yeah. it is your actual birthday. Two days birthday. after Taylor Swift's birthday, <gasps> 10 days before Jesus's. That means your moms were pregnant at the same time. Do you ever think about that? No, because she was born in 1989 and I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about years. <laughs> but I think y'all are, are non-mooners, so I think we're good. Yeah, so far so good. <laughs> I'm definitely a non-mooner. So just FYI, according to CNBC... Um, Instagram has surpassed 2 billion active monthly users. So they better get posting less reels so I can see better content. All right, from 9 to 5 Mac, Facebook launches new tools for creators with live chat support. 
help when locked out of accounts, and more. According to the article, quote, creators can access a dedicated creator support site when logged in through Facebook. There they can chat live with a support agent for help on various issues ranging from status of a payout to questions about a new feature like Reels, end quote. Meanwhile, advertisers everywhere are crying. <laughs> but, <laughs> but who needs real tears when you can apply them to your face using real AR? Tears. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Thank you, Shep. Meta is opening up beta access. Meta is opening up beta <laughs> access to its Spark AR Go app, which is designed to let creators whose first mediums may be something like photography, memes, art, yada, yada, uh, to express themselves using AR. That is not a, a full quote, but you get the idea. So if you're interested, the registration link is at the bottom of the article from Social Media Today. So you can check that out or at the very least, enjoy a super cool Mark Zuckerberg finding out what barbecue sauce flavor he is using his very own AR effect. Wait, what flavor was it? Pig Newton? I'm so offended. You should see his face. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Somebody check on him. Nah. Oh my gosh. That picture. <laughs> yeah. Wait, also, wait, and do you guys, did he do this because of the sweet baby rays in the background of the, the made announcement? Truck, yeah. 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 Oh my God. It, but this is his very own AR effect. Super creative. So why wouldn't he be sweet baby rays? It's a perfectly good barbecue sauce. Maybe that's why he's upset. He got Pig Newton, which I'm pretty sure was like um, Louis C.K.'s production company. Do you all remember that end card? He was canceled. Oh, well, Pig Newton, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Next up, Matt Navarro tweeted out a peek at a new text editor feature that Twitter is testing, and it's literally just color for your text. So boring and unnecessary, but what do I know? Oh, I like that hand pointing, though, in the screenshot. And do you only get 280 characters in your stylized text? I'm sure it's the same. I just don't. Could, well, isn't this like those face? Like it looks like Facebook the dumb Facebook. Like, I oh, hate I'm that. Writing something in color. Happy birthday. I mean, I'm guilty of that one, but it's just because birthday wishes are important. <laughs> Happy birthday, Shep. Thank you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Put a gradient behind that. All right. Up next. Are you over 18? Now I am. <laughs> Here's some whiskey. Congratulations. <laughs> Do you live in the U.S. or care some whiskey? <laughs> and you can legally be arrested for drinking it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and charged as an adult. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, <laughs> let's start this over. If you are over, there's no more questions. If you're over 18, you live in the U.S. or Canada, and you have a Quest 2 Oculus headset, you are in luck. Horizon Worlds, which is Meta's virtual reality platform, is now officially open, and you can get in. So enjoy that. I, I don't want in. People don't have legs out. in here. Did you like see a, this? It looks like a cool Disney World. It does, but... Their butts aren't cracked. They don't have butts. They don't have butts. They don't have legs. They don't have feet. One guy turns into a rocket ship. That seems cool. But then it also says that all of these screen images are simulated, and that's not really what it looks like in there. So can't wait to not use it. For anyone wondering how Snapchat's creator rewards program Spotlight is doing, Snapchat says they have paid out over $250 million to more than 12,000 creators since launching it last year. Along with sharing those numbers, they also announced this week that Story Studio, their standalone content creation app, has been released wide on iOS in the US, UK, and Canada. Now it's time for this week's WTH. Misguided. You're like, who does that? <laughs> Just get rid of it. I'm over it. Where we rant, rave, and roll our eyes about a trending digital marketing topic. What are we coming to? Honestly. See what had us asking. W-T-H. This week. 
Okay, we have an article here from PC World. It is called Top Excel Experts Will Battle It Out in an Esports Like Competition This Weekend. Jess <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you watch? This? <laughs> this is the first time hearing of this. I'm surprised you weren't one of the athletes in this. I read this article. I could not help but laugh. So then you start to read it, and there's a in big words at the top. Editor's note, before you keep reading, spoilers for who won the competition at the end of this post, following the link to the archive stream event. So first of all, it's like, who cares who won? Nobody cares. The spo- Second of all... <laughs> Above that, spoiler alert, you have all these all men's, all dudes' faces. <laughs> it says first base, second place, third place. It tells you who won. I cannot believe this is a thing. I was dying laughing. So it says the Financial Modeling World Cup will be held this weekend entirely in Microsoft Excel. <laughs> Is this uh, on ESPN 8, the Ocho? We need to watch this and then do a recap in our shoot in the hat over. next week. It's and over. We'll we spoiled and we'll do a recap. it. I watched a little tiny bit and I did see some ladies popping in, so I was happy to see that. Um, but they weren't any of the top three. Uh, so this will be broadcast live as they happen at 9 a.m. PT. Everyone's playing for a total prize of $10,000. It's not even that much money to like out yourself as the biggest nerd in the world. <laughs> more money than that. Funded by Microsoft, of course. All right. And I wanted to touch quick in the WTH here. I saw a tweet, a marketing tweet from Barry, well, a tweet from a marketer, Barry Schwartz. And why don't we all click this and open it up? And he says, and he's got a picture. He says, I'm always in a rush. I made myself a sandwich, butter on bread. Is that a sandwich? <laughs> Look at this tweet. This is what I'm worried about is burnout. He's always in a rush. This is not a sandwich. This she, isn't even like so. This is an extra WTH. I thought it had something to do with the esports convention. No, I want to know what's happening with this. A is it a sandwich? And the B, why didn't he spread it around? Keep the, it's not a sandwich. I think you could call it a sandwich if you flipped the top piece over. Yeah, then it would be a butter sandwich. Yeah, but this is but not. But as is, and this is just giving me PTSD because we all know how hard it is to spread butter on bread when the, like the butter is hard. <laughs> like I feel your pain, Barry. You gotta let it. Warm up. But sorry, but, that's not a sandwich. Butter on bread. <laughs> he even says it's not a sandwich. No, he said it's a sandwich. He but said then, I made myself a sandwich. But then it says butter on bread. He didn't call it a butter sandwich. Oh, okay. So he's saying it's not a sandwich. Well, it's a butter on bread sandwich. <laughs> you don't say the type of bread in the sandwich, okay? Barry, I'm really worried about Barry. He needs some more sustenance he's, to write all these articles. He's pumping out the content. <laughs> that was the best thing I've seen all day. Joyful. <laughs> we should have started with that. And that brings us to our real life segment. Straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working. So working hard for me this week is Screaming Frog. I did not know that it integrates directly with Google Sheets. So rather than exporting everything into an Excel doc and then possibly uploading it into Google Sheets, you can just export directly into Google Sheets if you hook up your Screaming Frog account with your Google account. So sick. Awesome. And for me with Google Docs, 
we create our show notes there. And a lot of times something that has been a lifesaver is taking a URL and using the article name. You mm-hmm. can hover over the link and inject the article name. You can now do it with YouTube videos and it is so amazing. If you look at the example in the notes here, it's just a YouTube video. You click on it and then you can replace the URL with something called a chip. And by changing that chip, it pulls in the YouTube oh. title and links you right over there. So if you share things like we use agendas and we'll be like, oh, here's how you can give us access to this YouTube video, watch it. You can then just have everything replaced. And it might save a few seconds, but it just makes you feel so good to save that time. And for me, um, for one of my clients, I really have just always hated Dropbox and I find it really clunky and like annoying to use. And we've in the past always used it at Cypress North, but we're trying to make the switch to organize more things in Google Drive more. And I think it makes a lot more sense because we're always working in Google Docs, which is really nice for collaboration, but those aren't always easy to add to Dropbox. And you can move any document to um, your new Google Drive folders whenever you want, as long as you have the owner. So I just think it makes a lot more sense and you can organize things so your clients can go back and find it at any time, even if they don't have the link. And now for this week's cool tool. As a reminder, our cool tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners and is really, really cool. All right, for the cool tool this week, we have a PPC Greg takeover because Yog. <laughs> First up, hot tip for Google Sheets. PPC Greg says, more so PPC adjacent, but just learned that you can right click on a cell in Google Sheets and see the specific edit Oh my history. God, I discovered that today too. It's awesome. Yeah. Are you PPC Greg? That's so crazy. PPC adjacent Greg. It must be a new thing because we're always discovering things on the same day when they're new. I love that. Another one from Greg of the Year. He says, just drop this list of kids channels from Seer Interactive into our negative placement list. And he's got the link to that list. He didn't stop there. He then said, Clicks Marketing also has one, gives us the link, as well as ClickGuard gives us the link, and Red Rock Digital Solutions gives us the link. So we will have the links to all of those in our newsletter and on Discord. Pick your poison and check it out. And also just follow PPC Greg. It's at PPC Greg on Twitter for all this and many, many more nuggets. Also, probably great recommendations to watch with your kids. And now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed, we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. This week's must-read marketing article of the week, this is like an ongoing, living, growing thing, and it is phenomenal from Crystal Carter at Crystal on the web, and that is Crystal with a Y. And she says, "'Tis the season, hashtag SEO fam." And on the first day of the hashtag SEO advent calendar, I'm sharing some of my favorite things from the last year to help you make merry on your website and online. And each day, Crystal is dropping something that she enjoyed from the year um, every day. It is super fun. It's great. It's unique. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Um, and of course, it, we have to mention that we were on uh, day 11 in the SEO advent calendar with that awesome interview with Glenn Gabe and Lily Ray um, on our marketing talk there about the algos. So um, go give Crystal a follow at Crystal on the web and follow also in TweetDeck or whatever you got loaded up, the hashtag SEO advent. I really appreciate that, Crystal. Thank you. All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not marketing o'clock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. 
Thanks for listening to this week's Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. And we'll see you next week. Welcome to this week's Shooting the Hack. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot the hack. Today, we have a draft for you. In holiday seasons past, we have all participated in a best holiday song draft. But this is the year of negativity before we get to the year of Greg. So today, we're going to have a worst holiday song draft. These are the songs on your do not playlist. This and every holiday season. Um... Jess, I feel like I don't pick you to go first a lot, so I can let you start. Thank you. I'm going to start with the worst Christmas song don't do it. ever written. <laughs> I, this is everybody's How do you one. know what it it's is? It's everybody's number What? One. Okay. Say it. Say, say it. Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Oh, no. I do How hate dare the you? Beach Boys, so I'm with you, but that wasn't what I was thinking. Oh. I don't like the Manson family connection. Okay, so Greg, what is everyone's least favorite? Um, 100%. Everybody's saying, Greg, say it, so I will. Christmas shoes. Yeah, that's yeah. A, Christmas brutal. shoes sucks. I don't it even does. think they play it anymore. Like we Ugh. just all agree that it's awful. Sorry, like, mom. No. Your mom favorite. likes it. Yeah, it's my mom's. What? Favorite. Delilah seems to really like it too, but no, there's not nothing redeemable about that one. Okay, Samantha. <laughs> so I apologize. I'm not super prepared, but I found this one on a list. Um, it is by Duck the Halls, is the artist's name. The song is called Santa Looked a Lot Like Daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I assume <laughs> it is about a, a child. Wait, you never listened to this? <laughs> I, what? I, what? I don't know if I what have. What is going on? Then how can you pick it? I told you I wasn't prepared. Okay. <laughs> Sam. She's going to put the YMCA next. There are next. so many terrible songs to choose from, including the song I heard recently that inspired my choice for this draft. <laughs> I didn't know what it's called, but it was like. <laughs> yeah, sing it. I don't know if I can now. It's like. What? He's talking about like meeting up with an old lover in the grocery store at Christmas. It's a terrible song. I, what? It's called the same old Lang Syne. You never heard that? No. no. It's terrible. I've heard it now. You'll know it when I play it. Okay? Sounds terrible. Can you please put in the music instead of me singing? <laughs> it's the worst Copyright. song I've ever heard in my life. I just Googled grocery store Christmas song and it came up. Mm. Okay. Jess. Grocery store lover. Sounds oh, like no. a novel. I pick again. It's serpentine, a serpentine draft. Yeah. Ever oh. heard of it? Okay. Sammy, do you know how the serpentine draft works? You're about to find out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shep goes again, basically. My next choice is going to have to be um, the Blondie Christmas song. Nobody knows my song. Which one's that? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, that one sucks. It's, no, that's bad. Who wants to hear yeah. that? That that song is like the musical version of like the holiday anxiety that we're all getting. It makes yeah. me think of like walking through a crowded department store. In the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Gross. Okay. Uh, who is next, Sammy? Yeah, I feel like he, this is controversial, but I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, no, that's a, that's that a crap one. song too. I hate that. It's one. Not controversial. It's kind of good. It's short, at least. 
No, it's not. Is it? It's, it's not so what makes a good song. It's the most dangerous mammal on on the planet. And like you're just oh, I forgot there about your yeah. PV. And like that's one of my pet PVs <laughs> is this hippopotamus for Christmas song. I'm with you, Sam. That's an example of one that it was cute when it came out. It was a little girl with a low voice. Like it's cool, but like why does Michael Bublé need to remake it? You know Ooh, what I he mean? did. He is Christmas. Well, I don't that think he ruins, did. Okay. That was just a um, hyperbole. But like everyone remakes it. Casey Musgraves did. No, thank you. Okay, Greg. All right, my next one. I was going to snag that one, so I had it. But I'm actually going to go with a Buble. A Buble. I'm going with Santa Baby uh, by Buble. This was on my list. Unbearable. He talks about wanting a Rolex and he's like, Santa Buddy. It's so he's weird. Like, buddy? You know he that- calls it Buddy. He's well, like, Santa Buddy. Get out of here. Like he Do you act- like the other versions of that song? No. I'm picking Santa, the Buble version. Oh, okay. He I, changes that. Because Madonna's is good. It's I so always bad. forget. Well, do you, is the Madonna version the one where she recorded it with Frank Sinatra and then you find out later that like he wasn't alive when she when they made it together? I have no idea. There's some, or maybe it's Cindy Lauper and Frank Sinatra have a song and like he wasn't alive when she recorded it and it was like without his consent. It makes me feel all creepy. But yeah, Santa no. Baby, I don't think ever needed to be made. Like it's creepy to begin with. And then nobody asked Michael Buble to make a version and like rewrite Let's the lyrics. Talk about things Connect you want. sticks. It's so Get weird. Out of here. Jessica? Um, y'all know I'm an animal lover, but I could do without the jingle bells. It's just dogs barking. Have you ever heard that? Uh, <gasps> yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> Nobody's uh, heard that. Everyone's heard it. Where do they play it? Kiss 98.5, our local pop channel that does like 24-7 Christmas for it's, weeks. It's, it's They play it all the time. All right. Second one? Oh, third one? Serpentine. Um, I don't like hate this song. But I have to pick it. It's Happy Holidays. I forget who sings it. But the reason I'm picking it is a bad song. It's a lovely song until he's like, Happy Holidays, whoop-dee-doo. Like, and Dickory <laughs> Doc. But he just sounds like he doesn't care. Oh, is it Andy, Andy Williams? Williams? I like yeah. that one. It's a nice song, but that lyric just ruins the entire thing. Is that where it's like, it's the holiday season. Yeah. So whoop-dee-doo. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah whoop-dee-doo. It's the most wonderful time of the year, bro. It's fine. All right. Going back to me, I feel like I need to take this one. I've got three that I need to get fit into two. So I'm going to go with, because I, I use this as my worst songs ever if I were to be tortured. So I feel like I need to use it for this. Mm. The Little Drummer Boy. Any version. Oh, I despise You're wrong. He's such a song. nice kid. No. Okay. The Neil Diamond version. Listen to the Neil Diamond <laughs> version of Little Drummer Boy and tell me that's a good Listen song. Listen to the Leslie Odom Jr. song and you'll be transformed. Okay. I'm, I'm out. He's just a nice kid. Okay. Sammy? Sammy? Uh, Justin Bieber, Mistletoe. Oh, that's a good one, too. Have you heard any of these, Sammy? I, <laughs> I have actually heard this one. Um, I It came to my mind. I had to look it up. But I, I just, I don't know something about it. I'm like, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with, oh, I'm running out of room. <laughs> I'm going to go with first when the Pentatonics decided a couple years ago that that Hallelujah song was a Christmas song. It was a very strange choice. That really depressing song. Oh. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's That's from Shrek. That's a beautiful song. It's not, it's not from it's Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> it's Shrek. It's, it's on the Shrek It's a Shrek soundtrack. original. <laughs> it's a great song. It's not a Christmas song. I know. Song. It is not a Christmas song. It's yeah. like a sad song. So I just don't want to sing Leonard it this Cohen? holiday season. Yeah. Is it Leonard Cohen? Um, And then... Uh, 
I'm gonna go with the Chipmunks. Oh, Who wants to hear that? I hate that. Song. I don't mind that. I don't know what like people like song. about the Chipmunks. I don't like Vermin and Wish Up. No, get rid of it. I like Alvin and the Chipmunks. What's your next pick, Jess? Oh, or oh, Sam, it's my Sam, turn. Oh, oh, uh, another controversial one. Frosty the Snowman. What's wrong with you? I can't remember the lyrics. What's the point if I can't remember the lyrics? I want to sing along to a Christmas song, and I can't remember all the lyrics. (laughs) This is some pretty easy lyrics to remember. (laughs) It's a happy, jolly soul. Yeah, but every other Christmas song is, like, very repetitive. I could definitely recite all of Frosty the Snowman to you right now. Ooh, good for you. (laughs) I won't. Greg. All right. I'm between two left, and I'm going to go with one that is going to draw a little ire. I'm going to go with Baby It's Cold Outside. The lyrics? I know, but but they're in love. They are not in love. (laughs) I'm going to read these lyrics, right? So she says, she's trying to get away from this. She goes, I really can't stay. I've got to go away. The evening has been so very nice. At one point in the song, she says, the neighbors might think, say, what's in this drink? Yeah. Weird. That's weird. Cosby. But I think worse than Baby It's Cold Outside is the 2015 to present Everyone thinks they're so original and funny and woke for rewriting it. Like, just let it be done. Let it be. I don't need uh, you to rewrite it. I thought it was fine. Just kill it. I, I'm done with it. It's 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 very weird. Every very year, there's strange. another hero who rewrote "Baby, It's Cold Outside." Like, they, yeah. I didn't ask for this. No, no. it's just it, it just end it. End that song. Did you already pick your four? <laughs> I don't know. Why no, am I the game master? I'm struggling though. <clears throat> Do you want one? I'll give you one. I have an honorable mention. Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. I don't know. I have a couple. I just don't know. And then there's one that I like that nobody likes. It's the Barbra Streisand version of Jingle Bells. That's weird. Do you know it? No. So good. I, All right, mm. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. That song. Okay, sucks. that was you one of like the two it. I was deciding between. That's I feel terrible. like it's it's like fun, but it's annoying. But I can't say that because you said it. So I'll go with my other choice, Melikalikimaka. Oh, I like that one, too. That's a nice one. (laughs) It's annoying. (laughs) Okay, everybody read me your list of songs so that the listeners can vote in Spotify. Sammy, you can go first. Oh, no. Jess, you can go first. Okay. (laughs) I had Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys, the dog version of Jingle Bells, Happy Holidays, (laughs) Whoop-dee-doo, and Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer slash Malikalikimaka. Mashup. It's not fair. You picked Malikalikimaka. <laughs> Greg? All right. My picks. I had Christmas Shoes. I had uh, Santa Baby by Buble. <laughs> I had Drummer Boy by Neil Diamond. And Baby It's Cold Outside by Dean Martin in the original. Sammy? I had Santa Looked a Lot Like Daddy, Mistletoe by Justin Bieber, Frosty the Snowman, and I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. I have the Blondie Christmas song, the Grocery Store Christmas song. <laughs> Hallelujah by Pentatonix and the Chipmunks Christmas song. Those are none of the actual titles. (laughs) So vote for me and we'll see you next week.